Uh, okay. <laughs> Every podcast starts with, uh, uh, <laughs> so hero pose, knees together, feet apart. Uh, you can move the flesh of your calves back and apart. You can move your, the flesh of your buttocks back and apart to take a seat between your heels. You might be seated on a blanket or a block or a series of props. If it feels okay for the knees, ankles, and thighs, you could have your bottom on the mat. And once you find that seated position, close your eyes and place your palms down on your thighs. Invite yourself here. Arrive with this moment. Awakening the senses to your environment. And if you are uh, accustomed to practicing with me at this time, you probably have a home set up that is, you know, kind of creates um, a comfort. So by establish, establishing a routine, we can often really feel welcome and present in our practice so that we can start to explore these uh, transformative and also awkward experiences. Consider how you're feeling physically this morning. Address any areas of discomfort, either by changing your position, giving yourself more support, or by using the breath and this idea of moving energy through the body with the breath. Possibly to create a sense of ease or even surrender through those areas that feel like they need some attention. Cultivate your breath using the technique of ujjayi pranayama. Draw a gentle contraction in at the back of your throat 
gradually grow the breath. Follow your breath through three more cycles. On completion of those three cycles of breath, bring your palms together in front of your heart. Let your fingertips lightly touch. We will chant OM three times before starting to move. Exhale, empty the lungs. Inhale for OM. to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, then lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, we will get our straps. So get a strap. If you don't have a strap, you might use a hand towel or a necktie. Uh, we're going to make a loop with the strap and take the loop up and around the left leg. So I did this rather quickly. It's okay if you're not there yet. <laughs> so uh, make the loop so it's not snug around your thigh. 
And then again, come back to center. Grow tall. Inhale. And then exhale. Start to twist or revolve the chest towards the right wall. Bring the left hand to the right thigh. Notice the tendency for the left knee to jut forward. Draw the left hip gently back and try to keep the knees um, right next to each other. Draw your lower ribs in and back. Start to breathe the length of the spine. Wrap your right hand behind your back, turning the palm to face out, and then hand the strap to the right hand. So maybe use the left hand to pass the strap into the right hand. And then you might adjust the, um, the radius of your strap to either make it more accessible or to make this, uh, the twist even deeper. So now we're adding a depth to our twist as well as this ability to wrap the right shoulder even more deeply onto the back of the chest. So you might experience this not only as a twist but starting to open up the right shoulder. Stay rooted evenly through left and right sits bones. Eventually you might start to turn the head to face the back wall. Chin stays parallel to the earth. Draw the right, the left shoulder gently away from the left ear. You can get a nice trapezius stretch from the base of the left ear to the outer, um, the outer clavicle. <laughs> Talk about awkward. That was an awkward description. <laughs> Remember to breathe. Always good to have a sense of humor about being awkward. <laughs> and inhale back to center, little counter twist. And we'll go to the second side. So take the strap off of the left leg and bring it up around the right foot, up around the right thigh, staying in our hero's pose, Virasana. Okay, knees, uh, knees together, inhale, grow tall, and exhale, begin to revolve. So I always like this analogy of the spine uh, moving like a spiral staircase here. So imagine there's a central channel running from your pelvic floor up through the crown of the head, and instead of leaning back into the left hand, we're twisting the spine or we're twisting the body around that central channel. So right ribs shift, or right, uh, right side of the waist shifts towards the left lower ribs. Right outer ribs begin to wrap around to the left armpit. So think about moving to the left and then spiraling up the spine. And after a few moments, you might hand or pass the strap into the left hand, making your loop wider or smaller. And you might find that uh, the, the loop needs to be a little different from side to side. 
One shoulder has more space than the other. Left shoulder blade on the back of the chest as you continue to spiral from bottom to top, left to right. Eventually looking back over the left shoulder, chin parallel to the floor, soft face, deep breath. Again, you might gently ease the right shoulder or the head of the right arm bone away from the right ear. Let's inhale to come back through center. Remove the strap from around the right leg. And come forward of the knees. And set up for tabletop position. Turn the hands out. So that the space between the middle and index finger is pointing straight ahead. And then root down through the knuckles of the finger. And... um, Always think about rooting down through the base of the index finger and the base of the thumb as that side of the hand tends to uh, get lighter. We tend to dump uh, the weight of this shape into the outside of the hand and the outside of the wrist. So one thing today, let's try to um, isometrically turn the hands out. So This is the movement of the hands. If you can see, I'm turning the hands out, right hand clockwise, left hand counterclockwise, Um, except my hands are gripping the mat, so they're not actually moving. So there's this isometric spinning of the hands, and as that happens, the inner elbows start to turn forward, the shoulders, you might notice them drawing away from the ears so that the collarbones lengthen. And as you do this, make sure the elbows are not hyperextended or locked out. A gentle bend to the elbows as you spin the hands, thumb to pinky. And then draw your lower ribs in and back. Tabletop position. So you're trying to create a a table with your back body. If you are, are looking at the live stream or the YouTube um, recording, I have this plaid on, so it kind of shows the, uh, the line along um, the back body that we're trying to create. So become your table pose. So even a shape like table can present uh, curiosity or can uh, invoke curiosity and present challenge. Let's exhale to send the hips back and inhale to rock forward to table. Exhale, push with the hands, send the hips back. Inhale, rock forward. Two more times. Exhale, send the hips back. Inhale, rock forward. Exhale, send the hips back. 
and inhale to rock forward. Now begin your cat and cow stretches. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift. Exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, cat pose. Continue with your breath. So as you explore these two poses, again, think about that uh, isometric movement of the hands. So that's something that is more in line with the cat pose, the turning the hands out, shoulders away from the ears, back of the heart lifts. And then as you exhale, the hands uh, cease to turn out. At least that's how I'm, at least that's what my instinct is. So uh, do you have an instinct for alignment in these shapes? Consider, consider if you do. Okay, back to a neutral spine. We're gonna take the right leg out to the right at a 45 degree angle. Keep the right hand grounded and stack the hips into a side plank position. So the left leg extends inside of the left foot to the floor. Lengthen down through the tailbone. So the tailbone lengthens towards the left heel and then scoops forward as you ground through the right knee. Tone the muscles of the left leg so that the left kneecap pulls up with the engagement of the quadricep muscles. And then you can take your left arm to the sky. You might even look up. Turn the gaze up. You might start to turn the heart up slightly. And now, if your gaze is up, look down, lift the left heel to the height of the hip, point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach for the outside of the left foot with the left hand. If you can grip that foot, if you can grab the foot, begin to kick the foot into the hand, left shoulder hugs deeply onto the back of the chest, and again, you might start to tilt the sides of the neck back, turn the gaze up. Breathe along the front body. So inhale, expand the front body. You might exhale, feel a contraction of the back body as the front body continues to expand. Look down. Left hand back to the floor, left knee back to the floor. And you can always have padding underneath the knees. Turn the left shin out. Stack the right hip, right shoulder on top of the left side for side plank, Vashisthasana. Now I'm like, does Vashisthasana translate to side plank? It seems like it doesn't, so I'm going to look that one up. Ground through the inside of the right foot. Left arm might reach to the sky, broaden across the chest, lengthen through the tailbone, tone the right leg, lift into the right kneecap, 
push the right thigh bone back as you ground down through the left knee. Be here now. Notice where and what you're feeling. Okay, look down. Bend the right, or lift the right heel to the height of the right hip. Bend the right knee, reach for the outside of the foot. Once you have a grip on the foot, begin to kick the foot into the hand, lengthen back through the right knee, lengthen through the tailbone, scoop the tailbone forward, and then revolve the chest, the gaze up, right shoulder on the back. Notice the left hand. Ground through the left index finger knuckle. Turn the hand out. Thumb to pinky. And then look down. Hand down, knee down. Walk the hands maybe six to eight inches forward. Again, turn the hands from thumb to pinky. Exhale, send the hips back. Inhale, draw the hips forward and then melt them down. Point the toes, roll the shoulders back. Exhale, tuck the toes, send the hips back. Child's pose. Inhale, coming forward into kind of a um, slacker cobra. (laughs) So continue to move forward and back. Get awkward here. (laughs) That's one nice thing about being in your own home, right? There's like a little less, uh, a little less compare and despair, a little less what is everybody else doing? What are they thinking about what I'm doing? Okay, back to uh, back to neutral, and let's push the hands down and forward. Turn the hands from thumb to pinky, and then as you push the hands forward, lift the hips up and back, downward facing dog. Get acquainted with your dog. Notice what. Notice where. This shape is bringing you. Maybe you start with just a, a, the the physical. What is uh, what's draw? What's calling for your attention? What sensation is uh, surfacing? And then consider your reaction to this experience this morning. Are you having thoughts about your dog? <laughs> And as you inhale next, lift the left leg high, high, high into the air. Three-legged dog. Exhale, left leg down. Inhale, right leg lifts high into the air. Exhale, right leg down. Inhale, left. High, step in our dog. Exhale, left. 
Inhale, right high into the air with the right leg. Exhale down one more time. Inhale, left. Exhale down. Inhale, right. And exhale down. Look to the top of your mat and lunge your left foot forward between your hands. To give my hands a break, I'm going to form fists with my hands and put my fist into the floor. Oh boy, is anybody else feeling like uh, hand strain? Uh, I didn't realize how that much tension on my hands I was uh, creating and then they started to... Um, be sore. So <laughs> in your lunge, uh, you can either form fists as I have, or you can place blocks uh, on either side of your left foot and take the hands to the blocks. Let's try turning the hands to face backwards in our lunge so that the wrists shine forward, the fingertips point towards the back wall, either palms on the floor or uh, heels of the hands, palms on the blocks. Roll the inner elbows forward, roll the shoulders back, and then exhale, send the hips back, turn the fingers forward, fold over the left leg. Inhale, turn the heels of the hands forward, fingertips back, bring the chest forward. Exhale, turn, spin the hands. So, uh, I'm not trying to trick you here. <laughs> We're just doing our regular hips forward, hips back, rounding the spine thing from a lunge to our pyramid pose. And I'm just spinning the hands here just to do something new and interesting and to get awkward, as is the theme today. So if the hand thing is not interesting to you or distracting, you can... You can cut it out at any time. Let's stay with the hips uh, shifting back in our in our modified pyramid pose or Parsvottanasana. Parsvottanasana. Gotta work on my Sanskrit names. Um, so the left, base of the left big toe grounds into the floor, tone the muscles up the front of the left leg, draw the left hip crease back, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead melts towards or to the leg. And then the hands might come forward if you have the space to extend your arms. Breathe along the back body, along the back of the left leg, along the outside from the left outer hip drawing back in space to the base of the left big toe pushing down and forward. Start to come up, and if you have the blocks, bring the block, the block, <laughs> bring a block to the outside of your left shin and place your left hand on the block. Keep your left leg toning, ground through the base of the big toe, lift into the left kneecap, pull the left outer hip back, and then look back at your right foot. 
Turn your right toes out to the right and then land your heel on the mat. Once the heel is down, tone and strengthen the right leg. Lift into the right kneecap. Draw up from the earth through both feet, up through both legs, into the hips, and then sweep the right arm to the sky. Look at that. Went from pyramid to triangle. Reach your right fingertips up towards the sky and look up. Strengthen and lengthen the legs. So uh, notice the position of the left hand on the block. Shift weight out of the left wrist, down into the knuckles. Lift from the left hand into the left armpit. Extend across the collarbones, reach up, look up. Soften the face, ground through the right foot, extend through the crown of the head. And then take the right arm parallel to the floor, turn the pinky edge of the hand to the mat, and then sweep your right arm over your right ear. So we're going to extend our, our, our triangle pose today, just like extended side angle, but the front leg remains straight. Look up beyond your right tricep muscles as you extend through the right fingertips. Keep breathing. Soften the edges of the mouth. And then look down. Hands frame the front foot, perhaps on the blocks. And then place the blocks out to the side as you press back into downward facing dog. Ground through the knuckles. Turn the hands from thumbs to fingers. Push them down and forward, shift the hips up and back, release the weight of your head. Inhale, right leg lifts, high, high, high into the air. Exhale, right leg down. Inhale, left leg lifts, high, high, high into the air. Exhale, left leg down. Inhale, right. Exhale, down. Inhale, left. Exhale, down. Inhale, right. Exhale down, inhale left. Exhale down, look to the top of the mat, lunge your right foot forward. Perhaps place hands in fists or on blocks. Melt the hips down and forward, roll the shoulders back, come into your lunge. Turn the hands around, so fingertips point back, heels of the hands are forward. Inner elbows shine forward, shoulders roll back. And then exhale, spin the hands forward as you send the hips back, fold over the right leg. Inhale, come forward. Turn the hands the other way. And keep going with the breath, exploring the range of motion of the hips lengthening into the back of the right leg. Much like cat and cow, we're moving from a little back bend in the upper back with the inhalation to a forward fold rounded spine with the exhalation. And with your next exhale, stay back in the modified Parsvottanasana.
or pyramid pose, hands framing the front leg either on the floor or on blocks. Tone the, le- the right leg, breast down and forward through the base of the right big toe ball mound. And then as you extend down and forward through the inside of the leg, draw up and back through the right outer hip. And keep that leg toned as you begin to lengthen, lengthen, lengthen the right leg. And the upper body can start to extend over the leg and then round the upper back by tilting the chin towards the chest, angling the forehead towards or to the leg. Breathe into the back body, the back of the right leg, the outer right hip, wherever it is, whatever it is, feel present with the experience of this shape. Okay, we will transition from our, tri- our, our pyramid to a triangle pose. Bring the right hand with the block to the outside of the right shin. Press down through the right big toe, lift into the right kneecap, draw back through the right outer hip, make that right leg straight and strong, and then turn the left heel to the floor by spinning the left toes out towards the left. Once the heel goes down, tone that leg, lift into the kneecap, push down through both feet, and draw up from the earth, from the feet, up through the legs, up into the hips. Then sweep the left arm to the sky, stack the shoulders. Maybe start to revolve the gaze up. Take the left arm parallel to the floor, turn the pinky edge of the hand so that it faces the floor. And then keeping that orientation of the hand, sweep the left arm over the left ear and then revolve the right ribs towards the left wall. Start to look up beyond the left tricep muscles towards the ceiling. Look down, hands frame the front foot, lift the back heel, bend the front knee, place the blocks off to the side, plant the hands, send the right leg back, downward facing dog, hands spin from thumbs to pinkies, ground through the index finger knuckle, start to revolve the inner elbows forward, shoulders away from the ears, release the head, tension in the neck softens. As the hands move down and forward, hips shift up and back, lengthen down through the heels. 
and then draw your shoulders over your wrist, plank position. Maybe you need to shimmy your heels back an inch or two. <laughs> Can you see my cat? It's right there in front of me. Lengthen through the tailbone, shoulders away from the ears, plank position, tone the abdominal muscles. Hold everybody together for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Knees, chest, chin to the floor, elbows hug into the side ribs, tilt your tailbone into the floor. Sorry, tilt your tailbone towards the ceiling and then slide forward. Arms to your sides. Shift the hips side to side. Wiggle your fingers. Make fists and then soften the hands. Make fists, soften the hands. Okay. Relax the left leg. Extend back through the right toes. Lengthen the right leg. Tone the right leg. Lift the right leg. Keeping the front of the right hip point grounded. Extend through the big toe. Lift into the thigh. Use the strength of the back body to lift the right leg. And then release the right leg. Release the heel out to the right. Soften the right leg. Left leg turns on. Extend through the left toes. Tone the left leg. Tone and lift. Lift and lengthen. Keep the front of the left hip point grounded. Point through the left big toe. Lift through the thigh. Use the strength of the back body to lift and extend. Lift and extend. Lift and extend the left leg up, up, up. And then release the left foot down. Widen the heel out. Maybe shimmy the hips a little side to side. And then point all ten toes towards the back wall. Tone the legs. Start to squeeze the inner legs together. And then lift the legs. Point the toes, lift the legs. Point the toes, lift the legs. Point the toes, lift and lengthen. And then release the feet down. Widen the heels out. <sighs> okay. Rest for a moment. I'm transitioning out of my long-sleeved shirt. Chin back to the floor. <laughs> Again, uh, for some reason, even that was awkward. So uh, <laughs> point your fingertips back towards your knees. <laughs> so uh, now we're really getting awkward. So uh, bend your knees, <laughs> scoot them forward, and push your butt into the sky. Now, tuck your left arm underneath your body as though you're trying to hide your arms from the ceiling, trying to hide them underneath your body. And then right arm comes underneath. Your palms are turned down and your pinky fingers are touching side to side by side. Tuck, tuck, tuck. So it's just the opposite of bridge pose. So we're tucking the shoulders forward. Hands side by side, reach your fingertips towards your knees, and then turn your face onto the floor. So mouth on the mat. And now extend your legs back, lowering your pelvis onto your wrists. 
Okay, grip the mat with your fingertips. Squeeze the legs, point the toes. Strong and long with the legs. Begin to tilt the weight of your upper body forward. Lift your legs. Round your shoulders forward. Mouth to the mat. Lift the legs. Push down with the hands. Lift the legs. Lift the legs. Lift the legs. <laughs> How awkward is this? Keep going. <laughs> Arrive in your awkwardness. And then lower the legs. Untuck the arms. Arms to your sides. Left cheek to the mat. Head heavy. Neck soft. Arms heavy, upper back broad. You might shimmy the hips a little bit. Arrive in this pose. This is a pose. This is part of the practice. An opportunity to rest and reflect. Notice sensation in this moment. Re-engage with your breath. Let's do it all again. Chin on the floor, arms at your sides. Let's start with the left leg. Point through the left toes, tone the left leg. Extend and lift the left leg. Extend and lift. Use the strength of the back body. Point through the right, the left big toe. Lift, lift, lift. Release the left leg. Let the heel widen out. Point the right toes. Engage the right leg. Extend and lift. Keeping the front of the right hip point grounded. Extend and lift the right leg. And release the right leg. Point all ten toes towards the back wall. Squeeze the legs together. Strong and long. Lift both legs. Lift them higher. And let them go. Okay. Tuck your toes. Walk your knees in so your butt lifts up. Wrap your arms underneath your body. Pinky fingers side by side. Walk your fingertips down towards your knees. And then turn your mouth to the mat. Extend your legs back and flatten your pelvis against your wrists. Or depending, that's where my pelvis lands. Depending on your arms, it might be somewhere else. Okay. Grip the mat. Shoulders, hug forward, roll forward. Squeeze the legs, point the toes. Lengthen the legs and lift the legs. Oh. Grip with the hands, point with the toes, lift the legs. Five, four, three, two, one. Lower the legs, untuck the arms, right cheek to the floor, head heavy, neck soft, arms at your sides, heels widen apart, back body broad.
chin to the floor. Bend your knees, flex your feet. Make sure your ankles and knees are hip width distance apart and remain that way as you reach back and grab the outer ankles. You know, we're setting up for our um, triumphant king of the world pose. <laughs> so if you haven't heard me compare this pose to that, um, that moment in Titanic where the uh, two lead characters are at the bow of the boat and they open their chest to the world so picture that it will really help your pose shoulders back maybe at least to take yourself less seriously lift the thighs up and sway on the waves of the breath as we come into bow pose as i call it or bow pose as it is actually called Shoulders back, chest lifts, kick with the feet, lift with the thighs, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. And then lower down, left cheek to the floor, arms to your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. Let the pose land. Observe the, um, the reverberant energy. Chin back to the floor, bend the knees, either point the toes or flex the feet as we did previously. Reach back for the outer feet if the toes are pointed or the outer ankles if the feet are flexed. Keep the ankles and knees hip width distance apart. Roll the shoulders back and inhale, come on up, kick with the feet. Roll the shoulders back, lift the heart, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. Wave, ride the waves of your breath. Turn up the edges of your mouth. Roll your inner elbows out to either side of the room. Think about spinning your hands from thumbs to pinkies. And lower it down, right cheek to the floor, arms to your sides, head to the armpits, roll forward, big toes touch, heels wide apart. You can shimmy your hips a little bit if that feels appropriate, necessary, good.
Chin to the floor, bend your knees, flex your feet, reach back for the ankles, tone your inner knees and inner ankles so that they're hip width distance apart. Roll on to your right side. So this is, uh, you don't really need to activate the back bend again as we were doing, so you don't need to really kick the ankles into the hands here. Simil it's just uh, using the earth against the right shoulder to really get the right shoulder deeply onto the back of the chest. Breathe into the right shoulder, the right outer ribs. If this is really uncomfortable, you feel like you're going to bruise your shoulder, you might slip a blanket underneath your right shoulder or even underneath the right side of the head. Okay, roll back to the chest and now to the left. Hug the left shoulder blade onto the back of the chest and then allow the earth to push into the left shoulder, the body into the earth. Roll back onto your stomach. Place your wrists by your ribs. Tuck your toes. Send your hips all the way back to your heels with the toes tucked under briefly, briefly here before pressing up and back into downward facing dog. Turn the hands, thumbs to pinkies, ground through the knuckles, especially that index finger knuckle. Turn the inner elbows forward, shoulders away from the ears, release the head, hips up and back. And now bring your knees to the floor. Slide your mat to a wall for handstand. I'm just, we're just going for it. Not a lot of lead in here. We've been really working our arms. Hopefully they're not too tired for this. <laughs> but I do feel like we've created a very strong connection, uh, strength and stability, maybe even that sense of confidence that's really going to help us in our inversion, our handstand here. So I have the short end of my mat at the base of a wall. And look at your wall. Make sure you don't have any priceless artwork that you're going to um, break uh, hanging on that wall. So, because um, you might kick the wall a little bit. Uh, set up in a tabletop position. And to start, I would say, uh, bring the fingertips 8 to 10 inches from the wall. As you get more proficient with your handstand practice, I suggest that you move further away from the wall. So you start to, um, start to work on your balance. Okay, turn your thumbs towards your pinky fingers without moving your hands. 
Ground through the index finger knuckles. Start to turn your inner elbows forward with the elbows slightly bent. So not locking out the elbows, shoulders away from the ears. Tuck the toes and send the hips up and back into downward facing dog. So don't get worried. We've been here before. Keep the strength of the arms. Continue to look between the hands and start to walk your feet forward. So your shoulders come over your wrists. Walk your right foot towards center. Lift your left leg high, high, high into the air. Just like our three-legged dog, but now a little shorter. Lower the left leg down. Left foot towards center. Right leg lifts up, 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 up. Shift weight into the hands. Ground through the knuckles. Push down with the hands. Right leg down. Keep going. Left and right. Or bend the right knee. Lift the left leg. Bend the right knee. And just push the right foot into the floor as you kick the left heel to the wall. Keep your arms steady and stable. Push down with the hands. <laughs> Push down with the hands. Lift with the tailbone. Lengthen up with the heels. You can kick up with one leg. You can try kicking up with the other leg. You can try balancing at the wall. You can try balancing away from the wall. Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to try one more time. Everybody, let's make one more attempt before you really relieve the wrists here. <clears throat> Ground through those knuckles. Press with the hands. Lift and lengthen up through the heels. Squeeze the legs. <clears throat> when you're ready, come on down. All the way back to child's pose. Arms extend forward. Hips back to the heels, toes pointing back, soft hands, soft arms, rest the forearms, rest the forehead. Sweep the arms back so the palms turn up, heads of the arm bones roll forward. Again, this idea of the pose reverberating in the body. So this, there's a resonant energy. So consider that we do the pose, but the pose is not this instant in time that is there and is gone and leaves no effect. Just like uh, if you were to ring a bell there's the instant when you ring the bell, but then there's this reverberant sound that expands out. So think about the pose, being in whatever uh, form of handstand you attempted today, and that just being the ringing of the bell.
Okay. We're gonna start to round up into a rock pose. So seated with the knees bent, toes pointing back. I'm gonna try to bring my inner feet together, my inner heels together. So I'm pushing uh, my heels together with my hands. And then I'm going to awkwardly move the flesh of my buttocks back and apart to get a connection between my heels and my sit bones, which is gonna help my heels stay closer. So that can be a pretty intense feeling if you are there. You can really feel an, a more uh, extension along the inseam of the ankle. So if that is too intense, let the heels fall apart or widen apart as you come up into this neutralizing rock pose where the head situates over the heart. The heart is aligned over the center of the pelvis. Rest your palms on your thighs to begin, shoulders on the back. Interlace your fingers, press your palms forward, and then extend your arms up overhead. Extend up and out through the heels of the hands as you draw the shoulders away from the ears. Gaze is forward, chin parallel to the floor, lower ribs in and back. Sits bones grounded evenly, left and right into the heels. Turn the inside of the hand towards the ceiling, the thumb side of the hand more towards the ceiling. Take your arms down. Look at the interlace of your fingers and then switch it so the opposite thumb comes in front. Extend the heels of the hands forward. Reach the arms overhead. Shoulders away from the ears as you extend up through the heels of the hands, maybe with special attention to push up through the thumb side of the hand. Take your arms forward and down. And then take your arms straight out to either side of the room. Push through the heels of the hands, pull back through the fingernails. Wrists at the height of the shoulders and then widen the fingers, close the fingers, widen and close. So (laughs) opening and closing the fingers as you press out through the wrists. And then bring all of, the fin- all of the five fingers of each hand together. And then turn your fingertips down towards the floor. Extend out through the wrists. Now start to make circles with the hands. First moving in one direction. And then in the other. Okay, 
Flick the fingers. You can have the arms at your sides. Flick the fingers. And now come forward into a tabletop position and then turn your fingers towards your knees so that the palms face up towards your armpits. So this can be intense instantly. To relieve intensity, you might walk your knees closer to your, your fingertips and try to lift a little weight out of the hands. To intensify, you can walk the knees back. Come forward, release, lift the hands and turn the hands the other way so that the fingertips are pointing towards the um, knees with the palms down. Again, to de-escalate the situation, you can bring the knees closer to the fingertips, lifting weight out of the heels of the hands, or you can intensify by walking the knees back. You could even sway a little bit side to side, concentrating sensation in one wrist and then the other. Come forward of the wrists, lift the hands, back to rock pose for a moment, neutralize the spine, settle the shoulders, feel the energy of the hands. So just what do the hands feel like? Okay, open the eyes, and as uh, I'm guessing you guys have done with me before, we're going to uh, flip our dogs, which is uh, fun, exciting, potentially awkward transition from down dog into wheel pose. So make sure that you have plenty of space on either side of your mat. Clear these um, lanes along the side of your mat from any debris or props. <laughs> move out, move those banana peels out of the way. They're not going to help. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can watch me for this first one if you're unfamiliar with this, or you can just follow along as I uh, as I flip the dog. Um, so I'll give you plenty of chances to do this. So if you're not familiar, please just watch this first one because it is a little confusing. Okay, so uh, down from downward facing dog, uh, I'm going to turn my right heel out 
and even maybe walk my right foot a little bit closer towards my right hand. So my right heel is turning out to the right and then I'm going to ground the sole of my right foot. I'm going to lift my left leg, stacking the left hip on top of my right hip. <laughs> Bend the right, the left knee and then begin to float my left arm along my left ear. So reaching through my left arm, extending the length of my left, the left side of my body from fingertips to knee. And then I'm going to start to turn my hips up as my right toes point towards the back, land the left foot. Now all 10 toes are pointing towards the back of my mat. Lift the heart, lift the hips, lift the heart, lift the hips, look back, curl back. Left hand to the floor, spin the right hand to the floor. Now, where am I? Wheel pose. Wheel pose can be confusing. We're on our, we're turned upside down. Can you awkwardly, curiously, try to walk your wheel, walk it around the room? Where am I going? Where am I going with this thing? Turn it in a circle? I don't know. <laughs> you can either come down or try to get back out the same way you came in. Left leg lifts. Ugh. I got very confused. Left leg lifts. <laughs> oh, I lost it. So you could try to flip back over into downward facing dog, but don't overthink it uh, because you'll likely end up on your back if you overthink it. So uh, meant to be challenging, meant to be fun, <laughs> uh, inherently awkward with our transition from dog to wheel. Uh, so let's try it. I'm going I'm to instruct the second side and then I'll go back to that first side again if you were watching for that first one. Okay, from down dog, push the hips up and back, push the hands down and forward. Spin the left heel to the floor. So you might even walk the left foot forward a little bit to get the whole left foot on the floor. The whole sole of the foot. And then right leg lifts, stack the hips. Right arm extends along the right ear. Reach with the right arm. Reach with the left leg. Bend, or reach with the right leg. Bend the right knee. Lift the hips, lift the chest, lift the hips, lift the chest. Turn all 10 toes to face the back of your mat. Reach with the right arm, lift the chest, look back, curl back, look back, curl back, right hand to the floor, spin the left hand to the floor, wheel pose, and then you do a little wheel walk. Walk your wheel, walk it to the wall, push your way up the wall, get, off, get wild, get wild with it. Uh, you can try to flip back into dog, <laughs> you could collapse on your back. You could be in reverse table. Who knows? Well, the nice thing again is this, we have this experience of practicing in our homes and you might know, notice that you don't have as much of that compare and despair energy. <laughs> you don't have as much of that fear of feeling awkward or that you're doing it incorrectly. So can we bring that back into the studio 
Can we bring that back into the studio? That um, acceptance of self. Push your hands down and forward one more time. Right side, right knee, turn. Right knee, right toes, turn to the right. Sole of the right foot down. Left leg lifts. Left arm lifts. Reach long along the left side. Bend the left knee. Lift the hips. Tuck the tailbone skyward. Lift the chest. Lift the heart skyward. Look back. Curl back. Left hand down. Right hand down. Fingertips point towards the heels. Hips lifted. Okay. And then reverse your dog. Reverse your wheel back into a dog. And then just, you know, lie on your back. (laughs) Say goodbye to your dog for now. (laughs) Arms out to the side in a T. Feet as wide as the mat. Knees. Bend towards the ceiling. Slowly start to sway the legs side to side. Maybe coordinating this movement with your breath. Next time you find your knees uh, swayed to the left, leave them there. Release the weight of the legs if you'd like. Hook the left ankle to the outside of the right thigh. If you'd like, extend the right arm along your right ear. Grab the right wrist with your left hand and gently pull the right side body long. Breathe deeply. Release the right wrist, unhook the ankle, re-square the hips, lengthen the tailbone, and then let the knees fall to the right. Release the weight of the legs. You might flex the left, right ankle, place the right ankle to the outside of the left thigh, allowing the weight of the right leg to draw the left inner thigh towards the earth, create more length and space. Along the front of the left hip, the outer waistline. You might even grab the left wrist with the right hand and draw the left arm along the left ear. Release the wrist, unhook the ankle, re-square the hips, lengthen the tailbone, lift the feet, cut the knees, push the knees into the hands, rock the hips side to side.
draw the knees up towards the armpits, grab the feet, and uh, <laughs> transition into happy baby. You could also just call this awkward adults, right? <laughs> you never want anyone taking a picture of you doing this pose, right? <laughs> Push your feet into your hands, rock side to side. And draw the soles of your feet together, interlace your fingers, widen your knees apart, extend through the inner thighs, lengthen through the tailbone, push the hands, push the feet into the hands, pull the arms taut. Back of the head remains on the floor. Um I wonder if you are thinking, wow, we have a lot of time for Savasana. Well, I just, I just can't let that happen. <laughs> I, all, I, I definitely value Savasana, but I feel like a shoulder stand is going to be really great today. So either go straight to that Savasana if you're like, are you kidding me? Or let's set up for a luxurious shoulder stand by bringing the short end of the mat to a wall, getting your strap that already has a loop in it, so yay, that's one less step, and folding a blanket nicely so that the folded edge is facing the wall. So two blankets might also be nice here. One, two, or even three blankets with the folded edge facing the wall, Set up so that your, um, your legs will touch the wall when you come up into shoulder stance. So I am, um, I am facing the wall with my legs straight, feet against the wall, and I'm making sure that my butt is all the way seated on my blanket, or even uh, more than my butt. The top third of my thighs is on the blanket as well. So that's just measuring the distance that I want my mat, my uh, blankets to be from the wall. So this is a little tricky. I hope you podcast listeners are following along with this. Uh, then fold your sticky mat over the blankets, away from the wall towards the wall. So the part that's uh, closest to the wall is still lying flat. That part of your mat is still lying flat. And now, uh, you might also take a block underneath your hips. Uh, Lynn tipped me off to this assist here. So uh, lie back with your head now facing the wall, your legs facing away from the wall. So you're laying back on the blankets with your head on the floor and the, uh, the shoulders on the height of your blanket or blankets. I try to keep about three inches from the tops of my shoulders to the edge of that blanket. Now lift your hips onto a block. It doesn't matter what height. And have your strap handy with a loop in it. And the loop, you want the loop to be about shoulder uh, width. Okay, draw the knees into the chest. Take the arms along the sides of the leg, holding the strap in your dominant hand. It's okay. This is, it's awkward. It's awkward to transition into these 
poses. So just go with it. Be present with the awkwardness and recognize that awkwardness is often a byproduct of growth. (laughs) Okay, push your arms down and extend your legs to the wall. So feet can be on the wall and then you might um, use, try to get the strap up over your elbows awkwardly. And then I like to interlace my fingers, extend my arms straight and tuck my shoulders just as I would for bridge pose. So if you can remember bridge pose, tucking the shoulders underneath the back. And then hands up the back. Look at your body. Try to stack your hips over your shoulders. Center of the pelvis over the center of the heart, back of the neck long, chin tilted towards the chest, and then lift the legs towards the ceiling. Shoulder stand. Do you feel you are standing on your shoulders? If you feel the vertebra of your neck or your upper back supporting your body weight, then you might consider using a second or third or even third blanket underneath the shoulders or even tightening the strap around your upper arms. Trying to hug the shoulders together and lift the back of the neck off the floor with these props. Squeeze the legs, lengthen the tailbone. You can either open the soles of the feet towards the ceiling or point the toes. Legs hip width distance apart or together. Don't look side to side so much. Keep your gaze forward, perhaps at your own chest or at your own stomach. So this is a uh, pose that over time you can build strength and stability, establish good alignment to hold this pose for several minutes. And when I say several minutes, you know what, you know how many minutes you start with? One. (laughs) Start with one. always bring the feet to the wall if you're getting shaky come back into the plow cultivate your soil you know break up break things up with your plow so that you can plant your shoulders back down grow your legs back up maybe one more time with the legs lifted Stay up if you're up. And then start to come down. Feet to the wall, transitioning through plow. And then if you can, (laughs) not easy. Oh my gosh, I'm stuck. (laughs) Get your 
the strap off of your shoulders <laughs> and move your block come on down pull your whole setup away from the wall and then lift your hips onto the blankets shoulders down on the floor down on the mat and this is how we're going to take our savasana today so uh, let's do one little fish pose so with your hips on the blankets, your chest and head on the floor, push your elbows down into the floor. You have robot arms, so elbows are bent at a 90 degree angle, palms facing one another. Push the elbows down and start to arch the upper back away from the floor. And then lift your head, open your throat, try to land on the top of your head. Push the elbows down, arch the back, open the throat. And then tilt the chin down, lower the chest down, arms to your sides. Rest your body. So you might um, put on some clothing here. You might just clear your area of clutter. Set yourself up for Savasana. guys did a fantastic job. I know you did. <laughs> Turn your palms open. Let your fingers unfurl. Settle the shoulders into the floor. Release the weight of your head. Consider this idea again of uh, the bell, that practicing the postures themselves is that instance when the, is it called the clapper? <laughs> the clapper, the, uh, the bell creates that initial sound. And then that sound vibrates, reverberates out in all directions. So each pose is a different sound, a different instance of the bell ringing. Consider that the reverberation of all those sounds are still present in the body. And this is an opportunity just to listen, to experience the symphony of your practice as it mellows, as it becomes more and more subtle. integrates into memory.
as you're ready, begin to move fingers and toes. You might gently rock your arms, rock your legs from side to side. Bend your knees, place your feet on the floor, extend your left arm along your left ear, and then roll onto your left side. Transition from our corpse pose into a fetal position. Gradually push you push your way up into a seated pose. Bring your hands together in front of your heart. Relax your shoulders down. Let's join together with the sound of Aum. Exhale. Inhale for Aum. for your patience and for your devotion to this practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste. A couple of things. Uh, So next week, um, my 